Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your Friday recap for this week's Players' Championship. Joining me to break it all down, Kyle Porter is here, and KP, you and I, at the end of the day on Thursday, sat here and talked about golf. Not much golf has been played since the last episode that that we've put out. Yeah, you said break it all down. I, we we might be doing some meteorology. I don't know how much golf we're going to be breaking down. <laughs> That's such a, it's such a bummer. It's such a fun week. And now, you know, I think I, I just wrote this for like a kind of a recap for Friday. I think this, this week will be remembered for this in a lot of ways, no matter what happens from here until Monday or Tuesday or whenever we finish this thing up. So who knows? Maybe, maybe I'm saying something different this time next week, we get a JT speed playoff or just something ridiculous. But as of right now, this is like this is the storyline that we're not going to fit. I mean, Rick, we're not going to finish round one until probably Saturday afternoon. Like when the leaders should be teeing off on the weekend for round three, the last guys in round one are, are going to be finishing up. I mean, that's kind of where we're at right now, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And we are very much now as, as confirmed by the PGA tour, hoping for a Monday finish, but we were kind of gaming this out off air. If you're finishing round one, on Saturday afternoon, this this could leak into Tuesday by the time all is said and done. Yeah, how, how much of round? So the the last, well, I guess they could start because they were about to start round two when they called it today, right? It was slated for eleven twenty, right? And then yes, so they they would have simultaneously started round two while some of these guys uh, were still finishing round one, but they would have they they would have run them simultaneously for a couple minutes. So you can run, you can run, let, let, let's do the math on this. You can start round two. Let's say the best case, they started at 11. Mm-hmm. W- what is it? Uh, six hours? No. Yeah. No. Of what? What are you looking for? Daylight? No, the waves. How long each wave lasts. Oh, uh, each wave you need like four and a half or five hours, don't you? Well, you, you think would- it's more than that? Yeah, no, it's five. It's five. Yeah. Okay, so let's say you start at 11, five. So then the second round two wave would start at, what, 4 p.m.? Right, and then and you'd you get, have like two hours you, if that. You get of, two hours. Yeah. And so then you need another – I mean, they would start round three at like noon on – I mean, it, it's going to be really – and I think I think the uh, Gary Young, the rules official, was interviewed on this. I I haven't seen his quotes yet. But a Monday evening finish seems really like cutting it close, right? Well, and I think they would almost I, – I can't speak for the tour here, but if I was the tour, I'd almost rather finish this prime time on Tuesday or in the afternoon on Tuesday or something like that instead of trying to jam this thing in to Monday night as, you know, uh, 
daylight dwindles and these guys are up against it and you don't want to come back and finish like Tuesday morning, two holes or something like that. I, I think with this crown jewel, I don't really care when it finishes. I think it just has to be finished correctly. Tuesday night would be kind of sick. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah, it? That'd be awesome. Tuesday and I were, were like grinding on rickrungood.com and data golf for, for uh, like Valpar, Valspar stuff normally. And this time we're watching, you know, Tommy Fleetwood try to hold off Brooks Kepka for the player's title. That'd be sweet. Yeah, as a DFS content creator as well, I am going to hate a Monday or Tuesday finish because of Valspar next week. But from a golf fanatic side of it, Listen, it's a big event. Let's get it right. You know, the, and and there was discussions of this earlier in the day when the when the delay just started. We didn't know how long it was going to be and if there was an opportunity to get the guys back out on the course on Friday for a couple of hours. That did not come to fruition, but there was an idea of and we talked about this on Thursday, you know, what if they don't repair these guys? And we have a winner coming from a group that finishes 90 minutes earlier than everybody else on the golf course. That's just so anticlimactic. I'd, I'd much prefer to extend it another half a day to make sure that we are getting the best version of this as possible. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I've got the Gary Young quotes here. I, I'm just kind of scanning them. I think the other thing, Rick, is – and he said this in here somewhere. He said um, – uh, could you be uh, understanding the un okay? Here's the question understanding the unpredictability of weather. Is there a possibility that by Sunday evening you could be done with round three and they'd be able to schedule a kind of normal round for round four on Monday? And Gary Young, who's the chief, I think he's like the chief rules guy for the, for the players championship, said, No, that's not a possibility given that we'll start no earlier than 11 a.m. tomorrow. That's just not a possibility. And I think, I think that's actually a key point is that. 11 is like we all have 11 in our heads because that's what we heard it might be noon it might i mean it's supposed to rain all morning tomorrow the forecast for saturday morning is horrific there yeah. is like the winds gusts up to 60 miles an hour which if that happens and and you heard gary young say we don't want anybody on the property on saturday morning if there is debris that needs to be picked up if there are uh repairs that need to be made and then of course you get into getting the course in playable shape getting the golfers warmed up 11 is I think very, very optimistic. Obviously, best case scenario, if it's one o'clock or two o'clock, we, again, we're just we're just we're just going to it's going to be a while. We're, we're every in this group for the long haul. Every group is going to instead of having a rules official, every group will have a squeegee guy or a squeegee woman. I actually thought the, they were playing. I thought they were playing too long on Friday morning, all things considered. And they yeah. knew what was coming. They knew that was their own, likely their only window on Friday morning. But you have a situation where literally guys are calling in the squeegee team. Hey, <laughs> can you, I, I'm trying to put this. Can you, can you squeegee this area off? You can see what it's doing to these guys. Colin Morikawa cold tops one out of the fairway with a three. wood. I mean, it's just, it's wreaking havoc. I actually thought they played too long, but look, Looking at the forecast and seeing how everything was shaking out, I could see what they were trying to do. But the guys yeah. who played, the guys who played Friday morning, KP, miserable, miserable conditions. Well, let's talk about that. What what does this mean for the for the leaderboard? Because I, I think that I saw some people on Twitter talking about how, and I think I agree with this. I'm curious what you think. the 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 way the weather has broken, it it's really bad for the late early. 
right? If you teed off late on either late on Thursday or it bled into Friday morning, you got this like torrential downpour on Friday. And not only that, but you're starting like once round one finishes up, you're starting round two in these like 30 mile an hour gusts on Saturday afternoon. Whereas your Fleetwoods, your uh, Tom Hoagies, like the guys that finished late afternoon on Thursday, they're going to come out, on, maybe get an hour or two in on Saturday, best case. And then it seems more docile on Sunday. I mean, it's just, is it even going to be possible for somebody from the, from the late early to win the golf tournament? If they did and you broke it down by the strokes gained by each wave, which I'll do when we when we ev- eventually get there, is they're going to have to gain like five more shots on the field. That might be an exaggeration, obviously, but it's, it is going to be so hard, I think, for somebody who plays that side of it, the originally scheduled uh, Thursday late window to, to win this golf tournament. If they do, it'll be even more impressive. Yeah, I mean, I, totally. Saturday, like every day of this has been so weird and Saturday could be just completely insane. If, if the wind is, as is as heavy as it's predicted to be. Which is really the only thing that, that very windy Saturday morning has been the forecast for a week that has, that has not changed. And I think people have been preparing for it. And now we've gotten all this other stuff to go around it. Yeah, it could be even Saturday could be the worst day. I think if you tee off on, I mean, there's probably going to be some guy, I can't believe we're breaking this down like this, but there's probably gonna be some guys that even if they start at 11, probably don't, uh, I guess everybody will have teed off probably for round two at some point, but you might, I mean, like if, if you're in that, if you're in the second wave on, I'm the way we're saying it is confusing. If you're early late, you want to be teeing off probably on one late on Saturday. So you don't have to play 16, 17 and 18. I mean, there's other holes that are tough into the wind, but you don't have to play 16, 17 and 18 with all that water and, and the wind you see here. If you're watching on YouTube, what is that? 20 to 30. That's sustained with gusts up to 35 on Saturday. That's the official PGA Tour weather report. Can you imagine playing 16, 17, 18 with that? No. What is uh, what is uh, is Fleetwood on? Uh, where does he tee off? Oh boy. Okay, so Fleetwood. He started on 10 on Thursday. Okay, so he'll be on one. Play, so that's what that's one. what you want, right? That's you want to be as of on, this moment the best draw that we see. Yeah, you want to be on one on at five o'clock on Saturday evening or whatever. Look at, look at even, and then Sunday is like cold. Sunday yeah. is cold and windy. Monday is highs of 66 and still 10 to eight. This is, this is going to be a, a, a grueling week for these guys. Yeah, it really is. It's, uh, it's crazy. I mean, is there anybody on the board that you look at and you're like, uh, this really like not favors them, but it, it's I could see them kind of just enduring all this. Uh, Maybe a Bur- burger. Okay, so Burger is currently five under through sixteen. He is on the island green. He has a forty footer up the hill at the island green seventeenth. So he has marked his ball with two tees, and he will come back and eventually hit that putt. So if he could get into the clubhouse, and eighteen is no small feat, but even four or five under. 
I think we're we've got the golf side of it, Kyle, and we've also got the mental side of it. Uh, DB known for being a laid back kind of guy, just straight vibing, not necessarily caring so much about the start, the stop. And when he does get out on the golf course, he's still a top 10 player in the world. That to me is a really good combination of player for something like this that we're seeing this week. Yeah. And, and I'm fascinated to see, cause there, there's other guys in this wave, like, well, Bryce Garnett's six under, uh, Scheffler and DJ are four. They're still on the course. I mean, honestly, like, again, weather dependent, the best score out of this wave could be three under, two under, like after round two. Right. Right. It, I mean, it, it, because the, the scoring average on Saturday could go to like, I mean, it could be like what we saw in 2016 when Jason Day won and Ken Duke shot the greatest round in golf history. <laughs> and you get it. I mean, the scoring average could be 75. Yeah. On 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 Saturday, just for the day, not for, not necessarily for the round. And if that's the case, I mean, Berger might be two under and one up on the rest of his wave, but four down in the tournament, six down in the tournament when round two is over. It's just it's such a weird like break for those guys. And it and it's it really sucks for them. It does. We'll apply some odds to this because the odds makers over at Caesars have to be pulling their hair out trying to figure this one out. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back three at the top, KP. A trio of favorites. Scotty Scheffler, Daniel Berger, John Rahm, all 12 to 1 at Caesars Sportsbook. We just talked about Berger. So he's on the 17th green. He's already five under par. Scotty Scheffler who with victory and a couple other scenarios could end up being the number one player in the world. He is currently four under he's playing 16 and he's right in front of the green. So you think he pitches up, he taps it in, he gets the five under through 16. He's there. And then John Rahm's the only guy of these three who has been sitting around doing nothing since Thursday afternoon. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, I think it's hard and and sometimes I feel like whenever we talk when we try to predict stuff like this <laughs> we almost always overstate like what the weather's going to be what the conditions will be like it, it it might not be the the way that we're talking about but it's hard for me to bet on a Scheffler or burger at that number knowing what's coming for their entire round on Saturday. Now like if you were saying hey we're going to bump everything to Sunday and everything restarts on Sunday morning yeah I'd be into Scheffler and burger here and Xander and maybe JT, but 
I just don't, I don't know that I can do that with, with how it looks right now. So if you look at the guys who are already in the clubhouse a little bit further down the board, Sam Burns shot a 68 on Thursday for his round one. He's four under. And as you mentioned, there's going to be, we've got guys in the, in the clubhouse already from that same way, but there might be a little bit of kind of leaderboard gravity here coming back. He's 28 to one. Um, Abraham answer who's sitting there, same score, 68. He's 35 to one. I mean, there are some, I, I imagine this is a scenario where, uh, Things could get crazy and we're not even done rounds one yet. Getting some of these guys pretty far, pretty far down the board might be might be valuable. I think Burns is kind of interesting. So do I. I. I mean, he so he's 28. He hit it great on Thursday. He is currently third tee to green, second off the tee, 10th on approach. Short game wasn't good. It's the t- statistical profile that you that you want to see. He's he's got the good. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't have his tee time in front of me, but he is. He's going to start on one whenever he gets back out there. Okay, I like that. So his round uh, his round two tee time is. Oh, I just had. Here we go. Burns. Uh, well, it was supposed to. It was yeah, supposed to be all screwed up. Yeah, now it's, it was now supposed it's to be five thirty-seven. <laughs> Well, but if they so if they started at eleven tomorrow, that was about the same time they were supposed to start round two today. So it would be like five seventeen, something like that. So you would get maybe an hour. What an hour or maybe hour hour and a half. So a couple of holes. Yeah. I, I like that. Like that. That's it. It for these purposes. Rom is the same story. He tees off right behind or right uh, in front of Burns. I, I think that's a. I think that's great for what we're talking about here. Uh, I tend to agree. It, it, nobody's getting like a really great weather draw, but those guys who are going to play the vast majority of round two on Saturday, then Sunday with no rain or no, it, who are going to play the vast majority of round two on Sunday, right? For Burns, because he's probably not going to play tomorrow. If he does, he plays a couple of holes at the end of the day. Yeah. And uh, then plays round th- basically what round three. There's no way this finishes on Monday. There's no way. There's no way. Well, it, the, it you could cut it. I mean, they're going to cut it down to 65. So you basically just, you just loop. I mean, you just keep them going all day on, on Monday. We saw that at the PGA. Remember in 20, we talked about this on Thursday. I think it was the 2016 PGA. Maybe, maybe producer Jacob can look it up, but I remember it was, I don't think it was the entire field. Like if you can get some of round three in on, yeah. Uh, Sunday evening you can you can like if you can get on like a third of of round three kind of going you can get I mean you can run guys in and out pretty quick on Monday without repairing but yeah I'm I I don't know Burns is interesting though uh, uh, regarding those odds I think Hoagie's kind of interesting Hoagie might be really legit right like are we in the moment where we could be seeing a leap from Hoagie Right. He got the win. He was already contending previous to that. He was already a great ball striker. Are we getting a leap moment in time for Tom Hoagie? Uh, I don't think it's a leap because I don't think guys that are 32 really make leaps. I think it might be a the second part of what you said, which is like a, a window, a moment. It, it's like the it's like a lesser Jimmy Walker. Speaking of the 2016 PGA where. And I, I guess you could argue that Jimmy Walker made a leap, but then it, it it just it felt like this window where Sam Burns to me has has made a leap. Like if he wins this week, that's a leap because he's yeah. twenty what six twenty five. 
whatever. And now he's in the Scheffler uh, type conversation of like, oh, th- this this guy is like, like, what's he going to be for the next 10 or 15 years? Hoagie doesn't fit that to me just because of his age. KP, it is uh, Friday afternoon. We have not completed round one. We will be <laughs> back no matter what happens uh, on Saturday at the end of the day. We'll be back to to break that down and then probably Sunday and Monday as well. How are you going to spend how are you going to spend the rest of your Friday now that there's no more golf? Well, we usually do like family date night on Friday night. So kids get pizza and a movie. My wife and I order takeout. We started this during COVID. We order, order takeout, watch a movie, whatever. And that was going to be a little upended. So we're we're back on schedule. We're back at it. My wife and I are coming over. That sounds great. That sounds like absolute perfect. We'll, we'll look perfect for you in about seven hours. <laughs> yeah, it'll take us some time, but stay up for us. Uh, Kyle Porter, available on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. I forgot to mention, and this is my bad, producer Jacob. So this is on me. Our bracket challenge is now open. So you like March Madness, obviously. Who doesn't like a good bracket? There is the graphic. Go to cbssports.com/slash first cut bracket. You compete against me and Kyle and Jacob and Greg and Sia and Coach and everybody, and the winner is going to get a hundred dollar gift card to paramount plus so that you can uh enjoy all the great things that paramount plus has to offer so that's my bad i was supposed to hit that at the top but now you get it here at the end you can find so me you- I, th- I thought jacob was jumping in there i don't know what <laughs> <laughs> well you'll be i mean people are guaranteed to beat me so that should be incentive enough to come to come try it out you love to see it you can find me at rick run good on twitter and this has been the first cut we'll catch you next time should you ever set foot outside of the hotel you will be shot don't miss the new showtime limited series based on the international bestseller for the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.